Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to Twisted News. I'm Andrew. And today we're digging first into the case of the decade. The capture of the Long Island serial killer. Where we'll learn about how he was caught and how he may not have acted alone. Then, we have a terrifying story coming out of Kentucky, where the FBI has found over 40 human skulls inside one man's home. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Gilgo Beach Killer Didn't Work Alone In the quiet suburbs of the south shore of Long Island, Sinister person had been hiding his secrets in the bushes and reeds along Gilgo Beach. There were the bodies of several sex workers, up to 18 victims in total, wrapped in burlap that had been dumped there for years beginning in 1996. After one of the victims made a frantic phone call in 2010 while at the killer's home, police went to investigate and that's when they first started to uncover the multiple bodies. However, who was committing the murders remained a mystery until just recently. Now, thanks to the persistence of investigators and the relentless march of technology, the man alleged to be responsible for these grisly crimes, Rex Hewerman, has been apprehended. Hewerman, an architect and a seemingly innocuous family man, now stands accused of the murders of Melissa Bartholomew, Megan Waterman, and Amber Costello. This web of alleged crimes most likely extends much further. As investigators untangle the strands of this complex case, Kewerman has also been named the prime suspect in the death of Maureen Brainerd Barnes, another sex worker who disappeared in 2007. Back to Amber Costello, who disappeared back in 2010 out in Long Island, Witnesses there said they saw a Chevy Avalanche around the scene of the crime, and a couple of years ago, that style of vehicle was found and registered to Rex, which got authorities to pay attention to him. So, for the last 16 months, they followed Rex and surveilled his moves. As they dug further, the subsequent probes unearthed more damning evidence, cell phone records and internet search histories, revealing a strange pattern of behavior. Hewerman allegedly used burner phones to contact his victims and their families. Disturbingly, authorities allege that he used Bartholomew's phone to taunt her family members after her disappearance. In an incriminating convergence of signals, cell tower records showed Hewerman's personal phone alongside the burner phones traveling between Long Island and Manhattan at the same times of the victims' disappearances. But the investigation needed more, and Hewerman's online activities unveiled even more shocking insights. His burner phones and email accounts, all registered under false names, were used to engage in a variety of illicit activities, including searching for women workers, 
browsing hardcore pornography, and researching known serial killers. Adding another eerie dimension to his alleged criminality, the suspect had also been researching the specific cases of the very women he now stands accused of murdering. With the net closing in on him, authorities seized an opportunity in early 2022. Your man was spotted discarding a pizza box in midtown Manhattan, and investigators swiftly moved in. A new innovative DNA analysis technique was applied to a piece of discarded crust, offering the missing piece to the jigsaw puzzle. The results were a match to a degraded hair sample found on Waterman's body back in 2010. This hair, which had previously been untraceable, suddenly became a crucial piece of evidence linking Hewerman to the victims. As the case is just now starting to unravel and new information is coming out daily, yet another odd twist has emerged. Attorney John Ray, representing the families of other suspected victims, suggests that Hewerman may not have acted entirely alone. The cold-blooded killer may have had an accomplice to help lure in his victims. Ray's speculation arises from a heartbreaking detail. The body of a 10-month-old baby girl found near one of the confirmed victims was tenderly wrapped up in a blanket. Could this gesture, seemingly out of character for a brutal murderer, suggest the presence of a female accomplice? As the case continues to unfold, we may or may not find out. However, one fact remains evident. The oceanfront streets of Long Island will never be the same. The horrifying events that unfolded have cast a long, grim shadow over the community. And while he has been caught, there's still a lot more to this story that is sure to come out. Number 2. FBI Finds 40 Skulls in Kentucky Home Down in Kentucky, a chilling discovery was made that transformed an average day into a scene from a horror film. On July 11th, the FBI descended on the home of 40-year-old James Knott, a name that until then held no significant standing in the community. Knott's quiet existence was shattered when authorities uncovered a gruesome collection of approximately 40 human skulls, spinal cords, femurs, and hip bones, as detailed in the court documents. This bone collection, complemented by firearms, inert grenades, and body armor, painted a haunting picture of what lay hidden beneath Knott's unsuspecting exterior. Knott was promptly arrested, the FBI alleging that he was a key player in a wider sinister network specializing in the sale and transportation of fraudulently obtained human remains. His casual remark to the agents when asked if there were others in the house was, Only my dead friends, which carried an eerie undertone considering what he had in his home. Upon searching his residence, agents were confronted with the horrifying spectacle. Human skulls, some of which were embellished, one with a headscarf neatly wrapped around it, and another one placed ominously atop Knott's own mattress. And, even more telling, a Harvard med school bag was also retrieved. In a disturbing turn of events, it was found that the Harvard med school's morgue manager, Cedric Lodge, 
was indicted last month for his involvement in this horrifying trade. You may have seen him popping up in the news or even on our channel. He, along with several others, are accused of stealing the remains of those who had kindly donated their bodies to Harvard's anatomical gifts program and selling them on the black market, and it appears like James was involved in it. The scope of this eerie operation, where strange dealings in heads, brains, skin, bones, and other human remains, and the depths of their depravity knew no bounds, with Lodge selling dissected faces and reportedly hiring a man to tan human skin into leather. The end product of this grotesque endeavor ended up in a doll shop in Salem, Massachusetts, a place called Cat's Creepy Creation, so... I guess Cat wasn't lying. Knott's involvement in this operation was further unveiled when the FBI exposed his use of a public Facebook page under the alias William Burke. Here he posted pictures of human remains up for sale, recovered messages between Knott and another party unearthed discussions about transactions of a terrifying nature, such as, how much total for the couple and the last video you sent plus the spines? A tip-off from an individual who had been busted by local police led the authorities to this broader network of human remains trafficking, implicating Knott and the Harvard morgue manager, Lodge. Knott now faces charges of possession of a firearm by a prohibited person. During a Mirandized interview, he admitted to owning an AK-47 rifle and a revolver, items purchased at a garage sale. And he'd previously pleaded guilty to multiple felony weapons charges in 2011, hence was legally barred from owning firearms. He's now in the custody of the United States Marshals Service and is yet to issue a plea as of the making of this video. So there were a couple of scary and strange news stories that we have for you all today. If you like this episode and want more, subscribe to us over at buzzsprout.com to show support and receive one bonus podcast every single Thursday. Link is down in the description. You can cancel anytime. Your support is what keeps us going, so thank you very much. We appreciate you tuning in today. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you soon.